Somebody date us cause we're getting really lonely Is it our personalities where we just had the homely? You swipe left then I swipe right Sitting on my couch at night Hoping that I get a match only to be ghosted fast When you're the only one still single Hey baby, can I get your number? Um, no So you write this stupid jingle To say somebody please date us Well, hey guys. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Somebody Date Us. It's Carly. It's Lauren. It's Asal. I never know who's going to say their name. Like, but we, we never we never really hesitate too much on that part. We <laughs> yeah. just know intuitively. Yeah, we just watch. If, if yeah. we, I think if we think if we think about it, if we think too much about it, then that's when we fuck yeah. up. But if we're just like we go with the flow, it's just like boom, boom, boom. Here yeah. we are. I mean, we remember our very very first episode ever, and we just didn't introduce one another yes we just got right oh, into really? it like nobody knew who was talking about that we never said our names um lauren why should you be single this week <laughs> oh wow okay <laughs> <laughs> right, into right into it um i think i should be single this week because i am i'm very very blind like so blind that and like obviously i don't have my contact lenses in at all times and like my glasses can be very inconvenient to keep on when you're like in bed at night and stuff like that. So sometimes like I wake up in the morning or something like next to Arnold and like, I can't see anything. Sometimes I'm like having sex. I just, I don't know what, like, it's like, like I can't, like, I don't think sometimes people don't realize like how blind I actually am because I wear contacts and mm-hmm. people forget. Um, but like, I like if I lost a contact lens, I wouldn't be able to find my way home. Like, I don't, like, I can't see my hand. Like, are you exaggerating? Face. No, like you could try my glasses later. Like, I, yeah, I'd like to. Yeah, I want to see. <laughs> like, I'm so blind. Wow, so, I did um, not know this about you. Yeah, so when in a situation I like can't wear my glasses, glasses are really annoying to like make out with people. Like, I know you're not using your eyes, but like it's still like they get in the way. So I don't know how people do it that wear glasses all the time. But um, yeah, so sometimes I'm just blind. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Why wow. is that too soon? <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're really hard right now. That's the reason. Is that why should you be yeah, single? Yeah, what's up? Um, Yo, okay. What's up? <laughs> what's up? What's up? Oh, God. Tell me, girl. Um, I love chips like so much. Oh, yes. if, that should be mine too. Yeah. Okay, if. Like it's my kryptonite. If they were, if they were like, I don't know who they are, but if they were like, <laughs> if they're like, hey, you can only pick one thing to eat for the rest of your life, yes. it'd be chips. So the other day, I bought like a family size. Uh, it was a Lay's original, and I was just like munching on it that night. No, no dip, okay, but okay. I do love my chips with dip. Hell of a, oh hell of a good dip. Um. <laughs> And so I was just eating chips and then I was like, oh, you know what? Like, I got to put this away. Like, I'm eating the entire bag. And then, like, the next day I went to, like, eat more because, like, I like to, like, eat chips, like, nightly. Like, it's, like, after dinner, like, snack. Um, And there was, like, crumbs in the bag. And I was like, I ate an entire family-sized bag of Lay's chips. Um, Yeah, so I've got issues. I, like, definitely have chip issues, too. It's just so good. Does your stomach hurt after eating all those chips, though? Because I don't know about you, but, like, if I eat a lot of chips, my stomach is fucking done. No, like, like I actually had some chips before Mm. I came over to record. (laughs) Um, And no, I mean, my stomach was hurting earlier, but it was because of the lentils, not the the chips. (laughs) Goddamn lentils. we should all just switch out those healthy things for chips. (laughs) Pretty much. No, but chips make my stomach do weird things, and I'm like, ugh. (laughs) 
<laughs> I wish but chips I made chips. <laughs> chips made my stomach do weird things so I'd eat them less. Because okay, yours is Lay's original, I'm assuming. Um, it's one of my faves, but I also love I'm gonna give a shout out to ketchup, all dressed. Um I love uh oh, vinegar. Okay, we're gonna keep it a one because we're Okay, I just I love it all. Okay. <laughs> Still pickle. Oh yeah. My mouth is watering. Oh, um, I definitely love salt and vinegar or sweet chili heat Doritos. Okay, Ooh, yeah, those are yeah, good yeah. too. I always forget about Doritos. Carly? I don't know because what? Cool oh, Ranch. Just name one. You know what? Fuck, it's... We just named 48. You can't name one? <laughs> no, I love... Hey, can, I just, can I just say a few? Yes, yeah, go okay. for it. Mike's so bad. There's Three, no rule. I, I fucking love ketchup. Okay. Yes. Fucking all dressed. Yes. Uh-huh. yes. Faux show and dill pickle beans. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. I love dill pickle too. I okay. love them so like good. so, so much, but with the dip. Or mm. like if I'm fucking with Doritos, I do like the Cool Ranch with like... Cool the, Ranch. With, the, with, the, with that chili heat. Combine oh, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Oh. You miss them? Yeah, a little oh spicy and then it cools it or down. Or if you get really mm. high barbecues, like the oh. dope is. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm. But Cool Ranch is really good. Sometimes yeah. I'll put it okay. in like, um, uh, what is it? Uh, you know those like the the, the salt twisties? Grinder? Yeah, a salt grinder. I'll put it in after. I'll just like add <gasps> to like random shit. Ooh. That is a fucking life hack. If yeah. I've heard one. Brilliant. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm just start putting chips on like I'm my eggs. I'm so happy. <laughs> oh my. I used to put chips in my sandwiches as a kid. Of course. Yes, yeah. Of course. I still, my sister and I, we would still do that to this day. We'll still be like, Stick those I, chips in, I love a crunch. I mm. wish that it was acceptable to eat chips while we record I this know. episode, but imagine how like obnoxious the worst, <laughs> worst thing we could possibly eat while we're recording. Wait, wait, guys, what's this episode even about? Wait, can I just <laughs> give an honorable mention to multigrain mosquitoes, though? Oh, that is actually so good. Hint of lime, hint of lime. Or hint of lime. You know That's what? classy as fuck. Both I could fuck with on a Tuesday because I love with them With nothing so or with salsa? So honestly, they, they don't even need salsa. That's mm-hmm. how good they are. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, they're so flavorful. Yeah, they are. Like, or hint of lime. Place. I'm telling you, it's I don't so agree. Good. Sorry, I don't agree with this. Honestly, you I gotta like, have she it. Doesn't she doesn't know. Because I don't usually like multigrain tasting things, but I had it at Carly's and it was it was like the best. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I like them, but like I just wouldn't like say they're like a, a top performer. Okay. Bring it into line. True. Next okay, <laughs> let's get let's get into this episode, guys. Yeah. We're okay. really off topic here. Um, wait, wait. Did you say why you why you should be single this week? No, we skipped Carly. He's just like, oh my god. Oh, we, we just got a hard brand of chips, <laughs> and we forgot Carly. <laughs> <laughs> okay fuck okay why am i single who week? are we we just like didn't even nobody cares about so distracted um chips after this i know me too oh we're stopping we're all gonna stop and get some chips at the convenience store downstairs okay so i am single this week because um a few okay so one kind of leads into the other but i really do think i just come across as like a bitchy person because of my face and <laughs> Mike is nodding RBF. a lot. I have resting bitch face. And, but you know what, why I do it is because I think like, I like to like suck in the cheeks and everything to make it look like I have like a thin fucking face. And that comes off so bitchy looking and it's like my own doing. And like, I'm actually like happy for the most part, unless you catch me on the subway then I'm pissed. <laughs> Especially if I'm not Everyone's high. pissed on the subway. Yeah, honestly, the only way, like, my favorite time to go on the subway is when I'm, like, super stoned. I'm like, I can enjoy this so much now. <laughs> um, then sometimes I get tripped out because then I see people doing, like, weird things. I'm like, oh, my God, terrorists. <laughs> then I'm like, I've literally gotten, had to get off at, off the subway because I've been tripping. I'm like, oh, my God, the guy, he's doing something <laughs> weird with a glove. Anyway, um, 
<laughs> but anyway, and so like I just I think I need to smile more, be- and because like in my mind, like when I'm out in public, like I I, I like romanticize the idea so much that a guy will just like approach me in public or something. He'll like see me. He's like, oh, I saw you on the subway, and like I had to come talk to you. Like in my mind, like I want a scenario like it this happens. to happen. Mm-hmm. Like I've always romanticized about it. Are and you I'm, ready like, for that though? Like, would you be ready if, if I, I was fucking smiling? Uh, <laughs> like, I just, uh, of course, like I think about it, especially when I see someone and I'm like, and I don't see a ring on their finger. I'm like, maybe as a girlfriend, but you never know. And I'm like, so I'm just like, I'm like hoping that they don't, obviously. And I just like want them to approach me. It has never happened except one time when I didn't even see the guy who approached me. But, um, but yeah, like I, I hope it happens like every day. So I'm going to start smiling more. Maybe it will. So okay. I look more approachable. Let us know how this goes. Okay, well. Can you document it on somebody Davis? 100%. Yeah. Just 100%. like you smiling in like weird situations. <laughs> Love that. Yes. Okay, so that's why I'm single, guys. I have a bitchy face. I need to smile more. <laughs> and you're doing this for yourself, not because anyone told you that you have to. Yeah, I'm doing this for myself. Great. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, now that we've actually all said why we should be single this week or why we're single this week, let's... Get in the episode for real this time. Tricked you last time. Um, so this episode was inspired by an article I read recently in Now Magazine um, titled, Why Toronto is Burned Out from Online Dating. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so essentially the article talked all about, um, it interviewed a bunch of different people on like why they feel burnt out from dating. Um, and since like dating apps first became a thing in like 2013, um, this is the first time ever that the like industry has actually seen like their rapid growth slow down. So, I mean, is mm-hmm. this because everyone's already on it or is this because people are over it? I don't know. Um, a little bit of both probs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. It definitely is probably a mix of both. Um, but I want to kick things off by asking you guys um, if you've ever gone through burnout from dating, dating apps. Of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Girl. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh, honey. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, honey. <laughs> um, but yeah, totally. I mean, I remember just like needing to just like not use the app for like a few days and just be like, I am not on dating apps. Like I wouldn't delete it. I wouldn't mm-hmm. ever go through phases of deleting it. I would just not use it. I definitely needed breaks often because it just felt so defeated. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I just need breaks. Yeah, you meet a lot of people and you're like, how are none of these people the one? I'm not yeah, clicking like, with any of these people or they're not clicking with me mm-hmm. or like. I feel like Carly, like you've been going, you've been having a lot of like, like what, what burnout. is burnout. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like how to use that in a sentence. <laughs> like, you've been burning out a lot. I <laughs> no. know. Yo, my flame has been dimming lots. Okay. Like some would say like, yeah. Like, Cause like, like one week you'll be like, yeah, I've been using dating apps. And then one mm-hmm. week you'd be like, no, I'm off. I'm not using them. Well, okay. Let's not fucking forget. I'm, I'm, I have one app I can use. True. Or I need, I need your work number because honestly, yes. like I'm so sick and tired of like approaching men. I'm like, listen, this is like the one thing I'm going to say, like I'm old school about I'm like, please, can you talk to me first? Thank you. And for those that don't know, Carly's banned from yeah. Tinder and Hinge. Yeah, so and technically Bumble, but like yeah, snuck on Bumble. Um, 
<laughs> fucking snuck on Bumble. <laughs> they don't even know I'm there. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I feel like I it's it's a really normal thing, and I think it comes in waves. And I think everybody who uses apps experiences this. I don't think I'm special by any means, but um, yeah, there comes a point in time when all that you've been doing is swiping, and maybe it's you're not getting any matches, or you're reaching out to people and they're not responding. Or sometimes you are having these really great conversations, uh, sorry, you are having these conversations, um, but they're just not captivating you and you don't connect enough to want to meet. And so you get to this point where you're like, okay, does anybody actually like want to date in the city? Or are you just on here because it's like a boredom thing and you're like swiping. on the street or home and you're swiping? Like, it's just, you never know. And that that's, that's the thing with apps. Like, they're just such a casual thing now. It's, um, I don't think a lot of people are like truly on there to like meet the person of their mm-hmm. dreams. They gotta um, like weed through. It, that's the thing. It's just, and now like, it's like everybody is on Bumble and everybody is on date, like every other dating app. So it's so fucking hard because you have all these people that you have to like sort through. And in a city of millions of people, like this shit ain't easy. Mm-hmm. So well, it's exhausting. And I find it interesting too with like people getting tired of dating apps like it's so different for every person like I definitely have friends who hate dating apps they're on them because they feel like they need to be Mm -hmm. um but they go on like one day every like eight months and then they're just like over it like so quickly like they let themselves get like defeated so easily and then like there's people that are similar to like what I was like when I was on dating apps and I was going on like a million dates and it would take like a while before I would be like, okay, I'm so over this. Like too many dates. This is exhausting. Having like the same conversations with different people. Like, um, and I'm like actually worn out from it. Um, so I just find it interesting. Like, cause like everyone's so different when it comes to like, mm-hmm. sometimes people get like, so, um, like get that feeling of like rejection after just like going on one date and like not hitting it off with someone that they're like scarred of going on any mm-hmm. other dates for like months to come and like I feel like part of like feeling burnt out and feeling that way is from like you just like everyone puts so much pressure on themselves especially like this age that you like need to meet someone and you need mm-hmm. to be on dating apps because like everyone's on dating apps how else am I supposed to meet someone if I'm not on a dating app maybe I'm gonna miss out on someone or something um and, like, mm-hmm. I feel like we just, like, need to, like, not put so much pressure yeah. on us mm-hmm. and, like, not have that, like, expectation that every time you go on a date, you're, like, I gotta hit yeah. it off with this person. They're the one. Yeah. yeah. And it's not even, like, like that's, like, all in, like, the back end, like, what's happening, like, on, the like, the swiping front and, like, the trying to match. But, like, actually, like, Lauren, like, you were going out, like... At, like you'd, you'd have to like come home from work and like get ready or like try and squeeze in like a, like a fitness class then go on a date and it's just like it really does like like that there's actually like a physical burnout when it comes to dating too mm-hmm. like mentally and physically I think it's just it's really hard on us you know especially and then not to mention like the buildup of nerves or maybe mm-hmm. excitement you're putting your body Anxiety. through all of this stress and you're like and then you go to bed that night and you're it's all you can think of did that date go well like are they gonna message me back and it's just you like it's you get so fucking tired yeah it's so yeah. tiring it's so tired like i will say like a uh, perfect example one of my girlfriends she just got back on dating apps after being in a long-term relationship mm-hmm. um and she messaged me she's like okay i went on she's like i went on a date blah, blah blah she's it was horrible she like told me everything that happened and she's like yeah i deleted the app she literally yeah, gave up some people give day. up so quick <laughs> and i'm like i'm like and i warned her i'm like this is i'm like this is this is the like dating landscape of toronto in 2020 so mm-hmm. 
yeah, it's hard out there. It's just go so start tough. a podcast so she has somewhere to like tell these crazy stories. Dating Absolutely. is not easy. Well, okay, the act of dating is easy. Like finding someone and going on dates. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. so easy. Yeah. You can go on a date with anybody, but it's just like it's tiring and it's time consuming. Um, one of, so one of the things that they said in this article, like how you were talking in Carly about weeding through people that are just on apps to swipe and like aren't really there to go on dates or have conversations. So um, in this article, they talked about a study that showed men on dating apps tend to swipe swipe right trying to match with as many people as possible, um, but are actually three times less likely to initiate conversations. Um, in turn, this leaves men on dating apps really frustrated because they aren't matching with everyone they swipe and women are frustrated because they aren't getting anyone who messages them first. And I was like, this is like mm-hmm. very accurate. Like, mm-hmm. and that's part of the reason people get so frustrated with Bumble because like we have to message first. And even though it's supposed to be this like empowering thing, we're also like, okay, we're taking that like one thing a man has to do <laughs> out of the equation. Um, and then it just like they quoted someone in it that like basically just saying like we don't treat people like humans on dating apps. Like we cancel last minute, we unmatch people, we don't answer people, we ignore people. Whereas like if this was real life, you would never treat people like that. So mm-hmm. um, I just thought that was like a good point, like interesting perspective that you don't yeah. really like think about because you are just like, hmm, whatever, like what do I owe these mm-hmm. people? Like. No, absolutely. And it's it's and it's such an interesting time to be de- trying to date right now, too, with everything that's you going on. So like here, like what I just said, I'm like, I like it when the guy reaches out. You literally just said woman wait for the man to reach out first. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like apps like Bumble, where the woman has to reach out and all that jazz. Like it's just and like how men, you know, like I've heard that they just like go swipe right on everybody because women are a little bit more selective mm-hmm. when they are swiping. But men, they're just like anyone I can get. Um, and then they'll, I, I do think though men do go through and they they do eliminate, yeah, but they just want to, they, they become like, selective then. But for them, it's just like how many people um, you can get in like one swipe sesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you run out of swipes. You'll sort later. Yeah. You'll sort later. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just like we're we're both completely like setting ourselves up for failure with this information. It's just kind of like, I wish I could shake the feeling. Um, But yeah, it has, there's a culture shift needs to happen in order for like me to feel more comfortable. I think. In order for you to (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Can we like shift our culture? (laughs) Well, okay. Before we talk about like how we can prevent burnout from dating apps or dating um, here, are like some of the, (laughs) Some of the ways that you can know if you're burnt out from dating, um, if you don't already. So A, it feels like work and not play. Um, You're all swipe and no talk. Hence those guys that are swiping nonstop. Uh, You're only doing it because of FOMO. So you feel like you have to do it. Um, You're settling and swiping people you aren't actually even interested in. um, And you go on dates with a sense of dread. Ooh, yep. <laughs> so I want to know, like, we've all experienced burnout from dating. So, like, what are some ways that we overcome it or prevent it from hap- before it even happens? Okay, so I'll, maybe I'll start. One thing that I've actually started implementing when it comes to avoiding dating burnout is when I'm on Mubble and I match with about three or four people, I stop. I stop and then I go through their profiles and I, mm-hmm. I, I read it a little bit more. I look at their pictures and I'm like is do I really want to talk to this person? I look at their music, tra- like, and I, I, I vet these guys a little bit more. Um, and then I try and like find something on their profile that I can like start a conversation with or like choose a funny gif. And um, 
yeah, so that's one thing I've done because once again, I was getting, you know, all these matches, but people weren't messaging me back. And I'm like, no, like I'm going to focus on the ones that I think I have like the best connection with just from strictly like looking at their profile. Yeah. And you're not wasting I'm not anyone's wasting time. time. You're exactly. not like, I'm going to just talk to this person, even though I know I probably won't mm-hmm. ever meet them. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's the sort later. You'll get the match and then you'll look through and that's you'll be like, oh, okay. But I'm, but I'm not, but I'm being very selective. So like, like yeah. I said, I stop when I get to about three or four people. Right. Mm-hmm. And that way I can go through and make sure. And like, from like that, like, I've already done the original vetting. This is like step two is going through those profiles. Okay. And then step three is just like obviously like chatting with them and seeing if they make it to step four, which is uh, in person. You just limit it to three. No, I, I, like one of my things was like just match with less people and like pursue those conversations and feel those out all the way to like a first date if it makes it that far. And then like mm-hmm. match with more people versus like having like 85 matches and being like, I don't know. I'm realistic. I'm never going to meet all these people. Um, I think too, like changing your mindset about dating. Um, I remember listening to this podcast like a while ago when I was in the height of all my dates and it just had like some really good advice. I want to say it was called like not your therapist or something, um, but it was from a dating coach and she talked just about like, and I've said this before, it's just like not everyone is going to like you. And like, you just have to go into dates knowing that they're, they might not like you and I, you might not like them. And sometimes like, I feel like we get so caught up in our head and like the image we've built of them from like their Bumble profile or the conversation we've had with them that we like forget about that. Like if you were going to meet people in bars or speed dating or in any traditional way, Mm -hmm. um, it would be the same way just for whatever reason, when we're like taking the effort to talk to them on dating apps before we just expect like, Oh, they're probably going to like me or I'm probably going to like them or like, but that's just not the case. You just have to like be easier on yourself. It's okay. Let to be go like, of hey. expectations. Yeah. Like go into it with no expectations and you won't be disappointed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But that, yeah, that's, that's easy to say, but I do think like it takes a while to get there. Like, yeah, you have to be so fucking confident in yourself to like have that mentality. And I think like practicing those like conversations in your head, for sure. <laughs> like changing those words. Self-affirmations. Self-affirmations. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I also found this article about where they, it was from a few years ago, but they talked about appless April, um, <laughs> which I kind of loved, like just like taking a break from apps and like trying to like meet people in other ways for the month of April. I feel like doing these like little challenges or breaks or pauses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's healthy, I think. Well, chances are I'll be participating in it. So <laughs> I feel I feel another I feel like another burnout coming on this month. <laughs> SOS. No, just kidding. You could just listen to this episode. Um, so like with dating apps, um, we've kind of talked a bit about this in previous episodes, but like, how do you think that they have changed dating, but not just for like the worst, but Mm -hmm. also for the better? Oh, that's a good question. That's really great because, um, I I think dating apps definitely really help people who might have social anxiety or, Mm -hmm. um, something like along those lines. Um, I think it, it really allows them to actually connect to get comfortable with the person um, and then kind of choose to meet them in like a very comfortable setting that they're both okay with. Um, so I think that's definitely a benefit for, for sure for some people. Absolutely. I think um, also like dating apps is good for allowing you to connect and match with people you wouldn't normally connect sure. with. Exactly. Like yeah. you can pick your kilometers, like if you're okay with long distance, for example, and that's something that 
you're open to, you can do that. You can choose Mm -hmm. that and meet someone that you wouldn't normally meet with when you go to work like every day. Like, um, so there's that, but then there's so many cons. (laughs) There definitely is some cons. Mm -hmm. But another good one, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which is great, is uh, when you're swiping on through and you see your friend's man mm-hmm. and you're oh, like, yes, true. busted. Yeah. Easy to That's catch a cheaters. That's a goddamn con. <laughs> well, then, What's a pro and a con? Yeah. Well, depends no, who you are. It's a straight up pro. Like if you're in a relationship. Why are you on? And it's not an open relationship. Why are you on Bumble? Like, or Tinder? Why are you on these apps? Why are you, why are you cheating? You suck. Yeah, um, but then the con is having to tell them and like ruin like yes, but making I mean, your friend sad. Yeah, but you're but welcome because you're going to find out. Yeah, eventually. exactly. It's for the best. Yeah, yeah. and now you have you're giving them power over the situation, so yeah. it's technically. And I mean, pro- I did that. I actually told my yeah. my friend yeah. that I saw her boyfriend. They're getting married. So. Yeah, so they, at the end of the day, they're going to choose to either listen to you or ignore you. So exactly. yeah. Um, another pro before we get mm-hmm. into cons is I feel like it gives you the opportunity to go on a lot of dates with a lot of different people. And like, you learn a lot about yourself in the For process sure. of it. Whereas before, like if you just kind of hope someone asked you on a date and like, maybe that wouldn't happen for a whole year or longer. So like mm-hmm. you weren't going on very many dates. You weren't seeing the different types of people out there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you were just like settling for that one person that exactly. did ask you on a date and not realizing that there was such better people out there for you so I think it has opened up a lot of doors for people in that mm-hmm. way yeah and I think also it's it's really put a spotlight on um the interaction between man and woman uh specifically um <laughs> because when it comes to you know uh consent things that you should say things that you shouldn't say sending dick pics I mean these are problems that like you know, you might have just gotten like through Facebook Messenger or like through texts and everything. And now that there were like really shining light on dating um, and these apps and like people are using it as like a way to like kind of like send these like crude things. I think it's really great to see all of these like blockers that have like come into the apps being like, no, you can't send that. Or they put like certain like security features in place. So you don't have to see somebody's flaccid penis, which is mm-hmm. great <laughs> from a stranger. Um, but, uh, but also, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I just, I just think it's, it's really helped. Um, like, like not, I don't want to say like the woman's movement, but it's kind of given women more of a voice when it comes mm-hmm. to like dating and meeting potential partners. Um, I don't know. I just, yeah, if that makes any sense. I just feel like I, I, I think feel like it's, it's helped society's perception on like it's kind of changed how we date. Yeah. Also, like empowered. It's empowering. Women. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know like one of my good friends when she first got dating apps, which is way after when we would have gotten dating apps because she was married for a while. Um, she was like, you know what? I've just been going on all these dates, I've been meeting new people. Like she's like, it's very empowering to just like be able to like be in control of it because before Mm -hmm. you just kind of waited around for a guy to approach you like most girls weren't going out and like hitting on guys all the time and asking Mm -hmm. them on dates like and so it kind of gives you Mm -hmm. a somewhat equal playing Mm -hmm. field i was about to say yeah levels of playing field for everyone yeah Mm -hmm. but then there's the cons yeah which like we could Uh, talk about forever i'm sure i think one of the biggest cons is that there's just so many options yes and people will find like one little inconvenience and then mm-hmm. they'll be like, on to the next. Yeah. Yep. And they don't spend time like figuring that person out, getting to know them better, better because why would you when you can just 
meet 10 other people. <laughs> like it's just Yeah, like, or date them all at the same time. Exactly. Date them all at the same time. <laughs> Gaslight. Like, <laughs> be an asshole, be a fuck boy or a fuck girl. I don't know. But yeah, play mind games. Mm-hmm. I think that's like yeah. the majority of dating is like. Yeah. And it's made us like very antisocial. Like we don't know how to have like face-to-face like confrontations and conversations and go. Yeah. No one does approach you in real life. Yeah. <laughs> like it's really just turned completely to technology basing everything yeah. on a picture it's so true yeah. like i used yeah. to go out and i would get hit on mm-hmm. yeah and then as i got older maybe it's because i got older i <laughs> yeah, don't know i'm like not, not as cute as i was when i was like early 20s it's true um <laughs> hey um but now i just feel like what like when i go out like i don't really get hit on that much anymore no. It doesn't really happen. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I always wonder that too. I'm like, is it because I'm old now? Yeah. Or, like, like, do I give off different vibes? Or is it because, bar? yeah, or is it because like these dating apps have like made people not, I don't know, social. They're anti-social. They're like, oh, well, she's probably on an app. So I'll just like swipe until I find her. Yeah. Turn my location really low and start swiping. Right yeah. Now. That's a move. <laughs> I know. I was like, this is news to me. I did not know that people like do this. <laughs> like, uh, I hope oh that oh, that girl's like really cute or that guy's really cute. I hope I find them on an app even though they're yeah. right in front of me. But yeah, I wouldn't approach them either. So <laughs> I really do think people do that. Maybe. I, I think I'm sure people have. Yeah. I don't know. I probably have. I've I seen so many people that I've seen on dating apps and I like, haven't swiped mm-hmm. on them, but like they just got like a certain look to them where I like yeah, you seen recognize them, them and I recognize them out out in the street and out stuff. in the wild. Out in the wild. I'm like, oh, that person from Bumble. Oh, that person from Hinge. Yeah. It's really brutal, especially like living in like the neighborhood where I live in. And it's like you just, because it's like such a community. It's such a neighborhood, true, like small neighborhood. Like I see people I've matched with all the time. Um, Okay. In this article, which by the way, I'm going to share because we talk about this whole episode is based on reading this article. So um, they talked about Toronto specifically being a harder city to date than others. Obviously, the people writing the article and people interviewed in the article have probably only ever dated in Toronto. So they might be a bit biased. But I'm wondering if you guys like think that there's any truth to that or and if you do, why? Um, Yeah. What is it? What is it? Why is Toronto so hard to Send find it, love? Sister. I think sister. I think I think Toronto, how do I put this? Toronto kind of moves as one in a way. So like if okay. there's if that makes sense. So it's like it's like I think we we get this like mentality about dating like look at like nobody approaches you when you go out anymore like I think everybody is has kind of like hopped on that bandwagon <laughs> and nobody's doing it because like we're such followers like think about yeah, it think sure. about it whenever there's like something that goes on in another big city Toronto tries to do it up or like replicate mm-hmm. it and it never like never pans out it never fucking works I don't, example um like oh fuck there are so many Wait, I, put her on the yeah spot. um like I'm just trying to think like I don't know, like, this is so stupid, but even, like, like the Harlem Shake thing, do you remember when that was, like, a trend? <laughs> yes. Sure. And, like, Toronto tried to do it, and it's just, like, never as good as, like, the schools in the States. Like, you know, <laughs> things like that. Or, um, I don't know, like, it's just, I, um, it's hard to come up with, like, shit on the Toronto spot, just, but. like, likes to think they're, like, better than a lot of places. And, like, I mean, I'm, I'm biased because I live here, and I choose to live here, and I love Toronto, so mm-hmm. I think we are. But, like, I know we're not. Like, everywhere, everyone would think that about mm-hmm. the city that they mm-hmm. live in, and I think yeah. a lot of cities have that mentality especially um the article like some of the reasons they give was like people come here to work and for their dream careers and so they often put dating on hold which i definitely think is true you can't Mm -hmm. just like 
you can't just coast in Toronto. You have to be like an ambitious person or have like 18 different like side projects to like pay your rent yeah. <laughs> every month. Yeah. They'll cheer you up and spit you out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and people are used to blocking out people in the chaos around uh, around them um, and in turn aren't open to talking to strangers and are more standoffish, which is totally true. Oh, like, yeah. I don't know. I see like weird shit happen all the time on like my way to work every day. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, okay, that's normal. Like. So many people have tunnel vision. <laughs> yeah. Whenever they're out in public, they, they don't even see anything that's happening yeah. around them. So, yeah, totally. Tunnel vision Toronto. Yeah. And then, of course, I said like with endless people to swipe in Toronto or any city, mm-hmm. um, it's just like it's hard to justify giving mm-hmm. one person the time of day when you have. You don't really have to settle down. You can just have a different girl every night or a different guy every night if you wanted to. Yes. (laughs) I corrected myself. Um, But I do, I mean, coming from a small town, I do believe there's like not much to do there. So like, and there's less people on a dating app. Like Mm -hmm. I could see why you would like swipe. Oh, go on two dates, pick one and Mm -hmm. get married and have kids. (laughs) When I go back home, there are like 10 people on Bumble and that's it. (laughs) Yeah. And then it's like, oh, right. You lock your area. And I'm like, okay, like set my plumbers to 80. Maybe I'll match with some people back in Toronto. Like, uh, (laughs) it's so brutal. Like it's, 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 yeah, it's so fucking brutal. And it's usually like the same type of people when you go back home. Yeah. At least here in Toronto, I know there's people from all over so many different walks of life mm-hmm. so many different flavors so. <laughs> which is like fantastic you have a flavor exactly. of the week but it also can kind of suck because like it can be overstimulating I think, I think in like a smaller town like i don't know if i can i've never dated in a small town since i was in high school but like i think that there's less of people that like don't know what they want like i feel like in toronto you mm-hmm. have to like go through a lot of like mm-hmm duds or people that are like looking for completely different things than you or people that are in town for the weekend mm-hmm. all that's the time nice, like nice. people like that's just like so whereas in a small town first of all everyone in your mom probably knows that person you're yeah. matching with <laughs> and like you have like all the reviews from everyone in town who's dated them <laughs> and well like, and that's the thing it's just so yeah. different like you know everybody's dating history mm-hmm. you know their family's history you like literally know all of their like dirty laundry yeah in a small town like it fucking sucks and like the pressure is on because you break up you're like the scandal of the week mm. you know scandal <laughs> scandal in Aurelia. <laughs> Um, so what do you guys think? I mean, I've seen so many different conversations in like Facebook groups and stuff around this, like what you think the future of dating apps is, um, like, do you think they're going to keep being as big as they are now? Do you think that people are going to be like, fuck you dating apps? Like, I don't know. What are your thoughts? I don't know. I think it's just going to remain like it is right now. Like, I feel like there's going to be a new dating app launching, people jumping on board, people needing to take breaks so they come off dating apps. I just feel like it's going to remain the same. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's my opinion. I think the bubble will pop. Yeah? At some point, yeah. Because, like, you see advertisements for dating apps now. Like, Hinge does so much marketing mm-hmm. yeah. online and on TV and stuff like that. You know, like, the app that wants designed to, to be deleted. Yeah, designed to be deleted. But then more people are going to be going on it because now for they sure, have yeah, but it, lots of it's, marketing. It's, it's already kind of oversaturated. So at some point, I think it's just going to go, mm. boop, and then people are going to go back to the old ways. Well, remember? Just like when Bell Bottoms came back. <laughs> like, remember no, when people were, like, scared to admit you were on dating apps? Like, it used yeah. to be, like, a hush-hush thing. Oh, yeah. Like, you just, like, didn't admit it. And, like, now yeah. it's, like, 
everyone has it. So like, I can kind of see, I don't, and I don't know if this is just because like my friends are all like in their thirties and like most of them aren't on dating apps for like hookups. They're looking for something real. And like, so they're getting frustrated with them now. And I'm noticing a lot of people frustrated with them and like deleting them or like not putting much attention into them. Like, I don't know. I don't know what like 20 year olds Mm -hmm. are doing now. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're like, Going to speed dating events or something. I have like no idea. No, no they're it's using, a hookup culture. They're using Instagram. They're using yeah. Instagram. They're using Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Like oh, that's what a lot of kids are fucking using. And like that's like as soon as it went mobile. Just like think about grinder. It. Well, <laughs> but like think about it. Like back in the day, like for us, like MSN was like a dating app. You know what I mean? True. And nowadays, like the kids are like all and still using Snapchat. Like I don't use Snapchat because I'm yeah. a TikTok. TikTok, but like they have all of these other platforms where they can like start messaging people. So I see it maybe going that direction a little bit more. Um, and apps like maybe not dying out with our generation, but either remaining the same for a very for for an extended period of time. I just don't really see how much more innovation we can do exactly. when it comes to dating apps. Like what incorporate like um a voice note feature. That's what I was gonna and, say. Or, like, like, what do you guys video? think like, would make it better? You know, and like and honestly, like it's just and I just I think for us and I think because we are a very unique generation where we f- we found where we mo- the majority of us like have found love and relationships on apps that as our generation ages and we go to the next phase of life and those single people I think we're going to rely on more like dating services or mm-hmm. events to meet people because that's just in our nature and I think that's what we're used to so I kind of see like that progression for mm-hmm. our generation but like I said like the, the younger generation, I it's hard to say that. I, I can't, I don't well, see them picking up the phone and like using dating apps like we do. And I think as you get older too, like you become more open to talking about that kind of stuff and you become like, like when you're younger, like, oh my God, I would never be caught dead at like a speed dating event or something. Whereas uh-huh. like when you get older, you're like, why not? What do I have to lose? Right? Like, and you kind of get like more comfortable with like stepping out of your comfort zone yeah. um and don't really care so much what people think mm-hmm. um, it was like dating apps like i'm like i don't know like yeah you could introduce like video and voice notes and stuff but like everyone's already so anti-social like sure it would weed out the people that aren't serious real quick but i don't know if i would really want to video chat with some random on a dating app but like oh, i don't I know, know plenty of people that would mm-hmm. yeah, yeah so I, like i feel like that's the easy way of going about it than like showing it to an event but like it's that's, a, that's a commitment it's still so shocking to me though that like I, probably at least every week like this podcast we don't have like a billion followers and we get someone who reaches out to us with some new dating app that they're launching yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and i'm like how are there still so many dating apps being so created stature, no and they all like sound like very similar mm-hmm. like there's nothing that's drastically different about them like at the end of the day i don't know yeah. it's just crazy to me that like People are investing their money into But if you show up at a place with a boatload full of money, we may take you on as well. <laughs> <No>. Yes. <laughs> um, but I also see maybe these apps going in this type of direction where it's it's almost kind of um, like a one-stop shop for everything that you're connected to on the internet, whether mm. it's because you have your, your can inst- mm. integrate your Spotify and your um, Instagram. Who's to say that you can't integrate, you know, your TikTok videos or yeah. other platforms? Um, so I can maybe see like dating apps literally becoming like like a like, like a page about you like not just this like yeah. profile i want like a, a resume with, i want to match with like, like everyone like linkedin in a way like you can linkedin but it doesn't disclose like your company or something mm-hmm. like whatever it might be like i can maybe see going that direction with more integrations imagine mm-hmm. it just like would match you with like if you wanted to see like 
Who else out there in Toronto is listening to like this exact playlist as aggressively as I am? Oh, I would love <laughs> like, that. That'd be so fun. <gasps> like, or like, that'd be pretty good. Who Check else out, is Mike. going to? This is our idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Got like, this. What out? What are you about to <laughs> that, say? That fucking million dollar idea, bitch. Nice. Spotify, where are you at? We are quitting tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> or like something similar of like different things you interact with on social media. Like maybe it's mm-hmm. like, ah, we've seen that you pin four billion photos of cute puppies. Yeah. And yeah. so does Rob, who lives yeah. in Toronto. We think you guys should go on You watch day. Bon Appetit so many times. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is someone else that's binge watching this like horrible reality TV show today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I yeah, just, like, like connecting like, Netflix, like yeah. things like that. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Like your was, habits. Yeah. You like so. Vanderpump? So does Natalie. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Join a chat room with them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Then it turns into my freak hams and it's yes. just it's fucking wild. And she gets crazy. If you want to keep this conversation going, buy 50 tokens. Oh my God. I love it. Um, okay. Does anyone else have any hot takes on dating burnout before we move on to our segment? Just that it's, uh, a, it's, it's a real thing and it's okay to go through burnout. Um, no, you We've given you so many signs uh, that you can take away. And once you start recognizing them in yourself, I mean, you know, put those in, put them into action, like take some time to like chill out, do you for a little bit. And when you're ready, put yourself into it and yeah, uh, yeah practice and maybe, and I don't know what, what it might be for you if it's being more selective and not like swiping as like frequently or maybe it's, you want to switch up like how you're dating. Um, I don't know. I just think to reevaluate reevaluate how you're dating currently and find ways that you can improve it uh, improve it to make it a little bit easier yeah and like let go of expectations and just like go with the flow have fun take breaks don't take it so seriously yeah it's okay if you're single find other single friends that you can share your stories with over a glass of wine like us you could just listen to our podcast yeah. <laughs> Pretend you're hanging out with us and drinking wine. Cheers. <laughs> and then you'll feel less lonely about it and defeated because everyone's going through the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Carly. Yes. Carl. Do you want to hit us with a segment of, okay, I'm going to try here. Fornicate, eliminate, forever mate. What? You did it. Check I can't believe well. you just did that. I'm so I proud still of you. Can't. I listened wow. to our um, Disney episode today. and oh, you studied. Um, Never mind. We... <laughs> Really, like, none of us could get no. <laughs> I still can't. Get it. So no. I was like, okay, Lauren, it's time to try here. <laughs> what if we do non-people? What if Sleepy, we do, like, food related? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Sure. Let's do chips. <laughs> <laughs> no, can't be chips. Okay. We all want to fuck chips. <laughs> okay. 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 So food edition, okay? Fun. Yeah. Okay, sure, okay fornicate, yeah. eliminate, forever mate. Chips. It can be like literally any flavor. Okay. okay, we got chips. 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 Um, we've got tacos and pizza. Ooh. Chips, tacos. And okay, pizza. Mary. Chips. I'd fuck pizza and I'd kill tacos. Wow. Let's do this Whoa. quick, guys. Come on, Mike. Um. Okay, I'm- angry as <laughs> Also, it's fornicate eliminate. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, we're not fucking or killing. Yeah. <laughs> we can change it up. Who cares? <laughs> Marrying pizza. Um. Fu- oh shit. Uh. I know, I'm fucking tacos. And that's all. Oh, yeah. inter- Wow. Yeah. Get out. Yeah, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um. 
110% Mary Chips, naturally. Calm down. They just have so much to offer. Um, and then I think I would fuck tacos for sure. Mm-hmm. And probably kill pizza. I love pizza. What the but tacos? Oh, God. Tacos are so good. Good tacos. Like, I mean, like, straight from Mexico tacos. Not like you don't get Taco Bell. You don't get to pick your tacos. Uh, California well. <laughs> has the best tacos, but anyway. <laughs> we just said tacos, so that's what I'm visioning. So, guys, I'm going to forever make pizza because I just think it's so versatile. Mm-hmm. And I can keep it, and I can just keep right? it going. Yep. I'm you. definitely going to fuck with tacos. I mean, I'm going to forever, uh, I'm going to fornicate with tacos. And then I've got, I've got to eliminate chips only because I just don't think I could sustain myself on them for the long, mm-hmm. true, for the true long run, you know? And they're not they're as fun, but there's no substance fun. to them. Exactly. That's true. <laughs> there is so. when you eat just family size. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it lasts one night, but. Exactly. <laughs> then they're gone. <laughs> okay, uh, folks. Well, uh, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Uh, we got to go because the sounds like going to fucking murder us all. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Somebody Date Us. And make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode.